everybody. Welcome to an episode of the Athlete Diaries. We're here with a great friend of mine, Kalen Carson. I'm excited to be here with him. He's a great athlete. When he was on the field, he was making plays. He had a lot of injuries in college, but that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about uh, what he's into now, his journey into being a trainer, and uh, a lot of other things. He's a very intelligent person, so Kalen Carson. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. Excited to get into what we got to talk about. Well, before we get started, we got to talk about your engagement. That's an exciting thing. Congrats. I don't remember if I texted you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's crazy. How does it feel? Uh, it doesn't feel any different now, but it was a crazy two, three days. Yeah. You know, getting a bunch of texts and calls and people and stuff. Uh, I had the ring for like four months, so... Just trying to plan everything, and then the day came. I think I didn't sleep for real. Yeah, you were nervous. nervous as yeah. Hell. Woke up in the morning. I was sweating. I was talking to my man's, and we just I was sitting on the couch, and Rachel was asleep, and I was like, "Hey, bro, I'm <laughs> sweating all morning. I gotta get in the shower again." Like, it's nerve wracking. Not that she's gonna say no. Yeah. But it's just you know, get on that knee is crazy. To be honest. What'd you do? So how'd you do it? What was the? So we uh. I had a little group chat, all our friends and stuff, way back. We went ring shopping, looking for rings and stuff like that. And finally got the ring, holding on to it on my heart, so I got to figure out how I'm going to do it. And I didn't really have a plan until, like, maybe two weeks before. Yeah. So we had taken pictures with one of her friends, Savannah. Just, she was uh, doing photography. Okay. So she was practicing. Yeah. So she came up again and said, hey, why don't I just take pictures of you again, redo them, whatever. Like, redo them, and you propose that way. So, oh, I bet. That, that works. You know what I mean? So, we picked a spot, nice little place with some flowers and everything. And basically, we just planned on taking pictures, like, two weeks after. Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, that was it. She just kind of like, all right, let me get some solos of you. And Rachel did the solos, and I kind of like went out to the side, and she was facing facing the camera and I was behind her. Yeah. So she turned around to get like a back shot of her back because she was wearing some strapless, whatever, something like that, some outfit. But uh, the crazy thing is she turned around and her eyes were closed while I was on the knee. Oh, like, uh, yeah. 20 seconds. Yeah. And I'm just like... That's crazy. And then she's like, all right, like I'm done taking on it. She opened her eyes and then that's when I asked her. But um, she was crazy surprised. She actually asked me that day if I was proposing. Cause I was acting so weird. weird. She kind of felt. It I bought a new shirt. I had a white shirt on from H and M that like earlier in the week, and she's like, "Whose shirt is that?" I was like, "What you mean? Like it's my shirt?" She's like, "Nah, you that's new shirt." I was <laughs> like, "What are you talking about? Like this is my shirt?" She's like, "Nah." So like she was on to me. Then she like sure asked me like, "Are you proposing me today?" And I was like, "Nah." What do you mean? Like I had to put the sad story on. Like I don't yeah. got money for it right now. Yeah. Like, I know this. Da da. So she kind of left it alone, but it worked out. That's she lit. was on to me for real. That's lit. Well, I'm happy for you. And <clears throat> I've not said this to you. I've said it to many people. You might not give me any credit, but I take a little <laughs> bit of credit. So I'm going to say it. I was there the first time y'all met. If I wouldn't have been fucked or tore up in that in that car on that 4th of July. That's true. Y'all might not have met, so... That's true. Shout out to the alcohol. That's facts. That yeah. So I take credit for that. A little bit of credit. Not all the credit, but a little you get bit a of little credit. Bit. You part of the journey. Yeah, just a little bit. Like two percent. But I'll take it. But anyway, so let's talk about your career a little bit. Uh, in college. Uh, he had a lot of injuries. Uh, what were they? Uh, so yeah, kinda let's go through it. Freshman year, fucking tore my knee at my knee, my ankle up. And uh, it was so bad, they was going to put a screw in it. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I said no to the screw because I was a freshman. I just take the red shirt. I mean, I ain't trying to get back for real. That set me back basically a whole year because even in the spring, I was still kind of, you know, it was still hurting. So after that, what happened after that? That was 16, 17. Just playing a little bit. I was on special teams a lot. I pulled my groin a little bit, but I made it to that whole season. was fine. Kind of maybe it was... Set, I sat back playing a little bit during that season. My groan was cool, whatever. Got in the game on, like, the special, uh, you know, we got speed personnel type yeah. of stuff like yeah. that. I was in the game for that stuff. And then special teams, I played that a lot. Um, after that year, 
good in the spring, came back, and that's when I started. Started the first five games, having a great season. Um, was leading the tackles, leading the PBUs, pulled my growing versus San Diego yeah, at home. Yep. And that's really fucked me up for real. Um, pulled my growing. I was out for only like three or four weeks, I think. Came back at Stetson, played the rest of the season, I guess, out of the last game. But um, pulled my growing. After that, let's see, where are we at now? Came back. Played again, I played at corner again, and had hamstring problems. That's not some of the hamstrings. And uh, made it through the season, I missed, I think I played no less than eight games every season, even though I was hurt a lot, yeah. which is crazy. I still played eight games every season, except for that first year, uh, 2016 as a redshirt. So let's talk about the mental toughness that that takes one. I feel like that's something that our generation is lacking, is mental toughness. Yeah, I mean, a lot of kids are soft these days. No, most definitely. <laughs> I mean, most definitely. I mean, a lot, I mean, it depends. Like, I don't know. I always thought I was kind of an old-school player. Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm not the biggest guy in playing defense. You know, we tackle dudes that are twice my size. You know, you just got to hit them first kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't think people have that that grit for real. Like, you don't, they don't want to they don't want to tackle. They don't yeah. want to make the big play type of thing. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I love the game so much that I didn't care if I was – if I could play, I was going to play. Yeah. Like, if I was hurting, we are going to wrap it up, ibuprofen, whatever, whatever. What we're going to do pills, yeah. me just yeah. taking. Yeah. And that was going to be it. And, I mean, honestly, it was all kind of a blur thinking back now. Like, I don't even know where my mind was at. It was just play, you know what I mean? Like, it was like at the point where during the week, like I knew my groin was hurting and I would practice Tuesday, Wednesday, I would sit out Thursday, like limited reps, Fridays to walk through and game days, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it kind of went for that um, next season coming around. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess dudes don't want to. I don't know. Maybe they ain't really been through nothing. I don't know. Everyone's different, so. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, so, now you're into physical therapy, being a trainer, that kind of stuff. How would you get into that? Yeah, so when I pulled my hamstring three times in five months in the spring, uh, this was my junior season. Richard, Richard's here, whatever, junior year uh, on the field in the spring. Uh, I knew something was wrong with the way I was moving because every time I pulled, I got, oh man, you need to stretch more. So, all right, so I did the yoga. I was doing yoga all the time. And then uh, pulled again. Straight. There we go. We're good. Yeah, so I pulled again. And they're like, oh, man, you know, like, your hamstrings aren't strong enough. And I'm like, well, I know it ain't the case because, you know, I'm deadlifting with the linemen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, my numbers are always high. Thanks. I was always, I was a lifter. Yeah. You know, like, you know. I lifted weights. Like, yeah, I was always told yeah, I remember. to get on the field, you got to lift weights. Yeah. So I took that shit to heart. Um, oh, your hamstrings aren't strong enough. I was like, well, I know it's not the case. And then they're like, oh, man, maybe it's your cleats. So should I buy new cleats? You know what I mean? And still pulling my hamstring. So I was like, all right, something got to give. Like, I know I'm doing something wrong when I'm running. So that's when I got on to, uh, actually, Rachel's the one that put me on. So, hey, check out this page, you know, GLS training. They do go to training. They specialize in, like, injury prevention and shit like that. And uh, I went on it, and they were, like, kind of anti-lift. And, like, I was like, hell no. Nah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that's all I've been doing. Yeah. Like, that's, I, I love being in the weight room and lifting heavy weights. So I was like, no, nah, I ain't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, there's some new age, yeah, functional yeah. trainings type stuff. So like, I left it alone, and in the summer, it popped up on my Explore page again. I went on the page, and I just spent the whole night just looking at looking it. Looking through it, okay. And I, I tried to, like, debunk what they were saying. That was my thing I was trying to do, like, proving them wrong. Right. And I couldn't. And that's what basically got me on board, for real. But doing the go-to training and stuff, and that year, I didn't have not one musculoskeletal injury. My groin was fine. Yeah. Hamstring was fine. Unfortunately, I had concussions. You know, I can't do nothing about that. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I had not one more, like, I haven't had a problem since then yeah. with my hamstring. Okay. My, my whole career there before I did. And then after I started doing that stuff, I cut down the weights, you know, like I made excuses like, hey, 
whatever, senior shit, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to lift this heavy, y'all know I'm strong, whatever, whatever. But I didn't have a muscular, I didn't have a groin, a hamstring, ankle, none of that stuff um, since I started doing it. So, I mean, if it ain't broke, you know, don't fix it for real. Okay. So, if you could give us, like, a crash course, like, if someone was to walk over to you and then you're, like, two, three-minute crash course of what Gota actually is. Oh. Yeah, I, I, let me see. So, Gota is, like, a lifestyle for real. Okay. A lot of coaches look at it as anti-lift, as I once did, which makes sense. I understand why they look at it like that. Um, Goda is saying basically we were born a certain way right and the way our society is set up we're sitting all we're sitting down on time we're driving we're sitting right now um, we lift a certain way um, the way our feet are positioned stuff like that that all matters when it comes to when we play okay so if I lift with my feet out like this and I walk with my feet out like this and I run with my feet out like this I'm playing my feet out like this, I'm gonna get hurt like this. Yeah. So you look at ACL injuries, you look at Achilles injuries, anything that's non-contact, hamstrings, groins, feet are always like this and ankle bones are kind of are low. And Goat is saying, we're gonna try to get you back to natural. Cause you look at babies, babies don't do that. Your son, Q, he, he's a natural. Yeah. So his ankle bones are high, his heels are going away when he's running. He it's natural for him. Now you get we call it decoding as you grow up in the right, environment right. and shit yeah. like that. But basically go to the saying, we're trying to get you back to this. Can I get you back center? So you can prevent these injuries from happening. Okay. So that's that's all it is. Um, a lot of times when they say they don't like Olympic lifting, it's because it enforces those bad movements. Okay. So yeah. So that's why it's anti-lifting. Right, that's why people say anti-lifting and oh, how are you going to get strong? And, you know, that's what that battle comes in. And, I mean, coaches that decide to actually listen, listen to the ones that don't, don't. So that's kind of where it is right now. A lot of pro players get into it. Uh, I know Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown get into it. I know they had to tighten you guys. They just all get into it. They're reaching out to all types of basketball players and stuff. So it's, it's, it's getting some traction for real, so. Only time myself, bro. Thanks, thanks. So, there, but there are pro athletes and other like big time athletes getting into it too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, they got um. I know hockey. They're trying to get hockey players in it. It's kind of hard because hockey's on ice and the way their uh, skates are made, it kind of puts you in that position, the bad position already. Yeah. But yeah, there's football, uh, basketball are the big two that that most of the guys are getting into and they're reaching out. Um, I can't think of the top of my head besides the guy's name, but I know Kittle was getting into it. Uh, they reached out to Kelsey. Um, I'm trying to see who else. Like I said, Marquise was doing it. There's a slew of guys, uh, some guys in the Bills, some linemen, um, that are starting to do it and starting to get, you know, just to feel good. You know what I mean? Right. That's all, you know, that's kind of the route I wanted to go. Like, when I started doing it, I did more as a, uh, as a physical therapist type thing instead yeah. of a training type thing. So, hey, you got knee pain, I'll help you out. You got Achilles pain, you know, I can stop that type of stuff. Okay. You know, that's kind of the way I'm trying to infiltrate it. Um, a lot of people go at it in the way of training. I just feel like that's a little more difficult because you butt heads. Right, with a lot of old heads. A lot of old heads, a lot of coaches, a lot of people who, who've who been in the game for a while. And like Rose, like, he knows his stuff. Like, right. he, he knows how to get people strong. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you bring something that's new, you know, it doesn't always it doesn't go with his ways and what he's been taught. You know, he kind of bump heads and stuff. But I mean, essentially, we're all on the same team. Yeah, we're all right. trying to try help the athlete. athlete get to the top. Right. All trying to help the athlete. So I mean, hopefully, you'll you'll all come together. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the end. Yeah, for sure. So um, so now technically, like, so just to clear. It, Technically, you're doing physical training right now, so you're... Yeah, I train a little bit on the side. I work for Stryker, so I got it on right here. Okay. Number one medical device company in the States. Um, I work as an endoscopy and arthroscopy specialist. Okay. So basically, well, yeah, I, was about to I watch surgeries all day. Okay. Like, when it comes to anything with a scope or a camera, like append uh, appendectomies, um gastric bypass, anything like that with a scope and a camera and not cutting you open. Yeah. They're using my striker equipment. So I'm in there making sure it works. 
Okay. Making sure everything is good. Um, same thing with the ACLs. I watch ACLs and show okay. and stuff, yeah. which is pretty cool. I like the sports med uh, area. Um, so yeah, I watch all type of surgeries and stuff all day. Oh man. Yeah. It gets a little a little boring, but you wouldn't good. do it. You wouldn't be a doctor. Uh, no, nah, just because I don't want. I don't really. I'm not a big fan of school, but I was just good at school. But um. If I had to be a doctor, I would go into uh, arthroscopy, like knees and stuff. Yeah. Because it's quick and easy. Like, you know, I got doctors, they'll come in and he'll have four ACL scheduled and he'll knock them out. Boom, 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 he's out. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's no on call. There's no like three in the morning. Hey, we got eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, you don't have those. They schedule them. So they're easy. I mean, it's less blood too. You go That's in. what they lose me is the blood. I'm not, I'm I've not. seen so much on you and phase me anymore. I've seen some things. Now that you've been there, yeah. I've seen I've, like things you never. Can I get an example? Anything though? I mean, yeah, anything. What do you even think of? I've seen. Oh man! Like today, I was there was an emergency heart surgery today, oh, no. and I had to walk in on. And oh, you no. just see the heart. So as as the surgery's going, you're just kind of. I'm in there. Like I in can, the. You're that's how close I could be. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! I mean, I'm not that close, but if yeah. I wanted to touch to me, the patient, yeah, I you definitely could. Yeah, I wouldn't fare with that. <laughs> oh no, Most yeah, definitely like, not. I'm in the like the first surgery I saw my first day of the hysterectomy, and I tell you what, I almost threw up. Oh yeah, for sure. Because that's to. a bloody surgery. Yeah. Well, that one was, but it was uh, it was tough. Oh no. But the knees, the shoulders, I've seen the Achilles, even though it's not us, just because I was interested. But um, I've seen those. The blood don't even phase me anymore. Oh, no. that. <laughs> I couldn't do it. You were way better than me, especially because that's not even your field. I feel like, because you were sports medicine, weren't you? So I was exercise science and okay. health wellness promotion as my master's. So I mean, it is my field of what I want. I'm trying to get into the med, um, health sales kind of thing, okay. kind of route. Um, just trying to get some big bucks for real. But my passion, obviously, is in training. Yep. So, you know, just trying to, you know, get right and, you know, get in where I fit in for real. But some days the hospital are, are pretty long. It depends on caseload and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, thanks. So if there's a bunch of surgeries, I could be there for a while. If not, then, you know, I'll get done when I'm done. Okay. Well, since we kind of talked about your injuries, one of the questions I always ask people, Coach Rhodes, you can try to be funny, try to call me Dr. Phil. That's how we came up with the name, The Athlete Diaries. <laughs> so one of the questions, the question I ask in every episode is from we talked about your injuries. So of course those are probably some hard days, but what are some of the darkest or the hardest like period of time in your life that you've been through? Oh man. And like, what did you do to get yourself out of it? Like what lessons did you learn? Those kind of things. So definitely when I had my concussion, um, 2020 maybe, no, 2019 probably. And I passed out in the training room. I'm not worried about that. No, I didn't, I didn't know that. All right, so this is what not to do. Well, I don't know, if you got, if you got some, go ahead and do it. But I don't think y'all got some. So I had, I got a concussion versus Drake. Running back came through the hole. I was playing safety with Brinson. Running back came through the hole. Hey, he was running that ball. Yeah. I got a concussion from Buddy, too. It was cold, too, though. Yeah, no, it was kind of cold. It has a little, yeah, yeah. little on it. Yeah. I came in. He came in through the hole. I filled the gap. Boom. Made the play. But I, he. Yeah, no, he was totally a rock. He rocked. Like, I was yeah. like, ringing. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. I played the whole game. And the next. So I was just straight, whatever. I had a headache the whole week. Played Dayton game. Nope. And Dayton game, I don't even remember for real. Nope. To this day. Nope. Like, there's plays. Rinsen got pissed. <laughs> it was like three by three. I know now because I've seen the film. Three by three. And Dell was at Spur, but we had him at linebacker because we were just in a bad call. I think we were in zero. Not zero. Uh, What's our man called? Solo, maybe? We were in Solo. But Dell yeah. was covering somebody, and we should have switched. Like I should have came down, and Dell should have went up to the safety position. And I don't know why I didn't switch. I didn't switch. They ran the play. He ran out, came back in, and it was a touchdown. And I, for some reason, I went the other way. There's only one receiver over here. That was my safety. 
So I have no idea what I was doing. Brinson was pissed. He was just, he almost broke his hand on the clipboard. And he's like, why didn't you switch with Dell? I have no idea. But I had a concussion that whole time. That went by. I don't know who we played next. San Diego. I remember because my concussion So I didn't play San Diego. I had, I hurt my, I hit my knee during Dayton game. Like a helmet to the knee. Yeah. So I didn't travel that game. I still had headaches. And the headaches, I just kind of took ibuprofen for. It. Just kept popping, popping, popping. So I got to the Excedrin. So I think it got to Stetson week. Yeah. Maybe that's time. coming after. Yeah, San Diego and Stetson was the last. Yeah, so Stetson week. And then um, I was in the training room. And the headache just got really crazy. Just really crazy, really crazy. And I think I was dehydrated too. I passed out in the training room. And then obviously they wake me up, whatever. I go to the hospital, they say you have post-traumatic concussion disorder, whatever oh, it's called. Yeah. Um, which I already kind of knew once I passed out. I knew I had fucked up, for real. Um, so when that happened, that was probably really... That was like a realization that, like, maybe I'm not... Maybe I shouldn't be playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, my brain is affected now. I knew it was... I knew it was dumb, because, like, like, what else am I going to do? You know what I mean? Like... Am I ever gonna stop myself from playing? You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like a scary moment. Like, all right, like you knew you had a concussion, you knew you was hurting, and you still was trying to trying to go trying to play, and then this happened. That's why the scariest thing that's ever happened. Like I, I've never passed out before. This was wow. Just standing up and then you waking up on the ground. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember it's Lexi. Uh, I don't remember, remember Lexi, the other trainer. Yep. She was like on top of me trying to wake me up and stuff, but um. That was probably the hardest and darkest moment of those that time period from when the season was over to the next spring because I didn't think I wanted to play in the spring. Like I was like, I don't even think I should be playing. Like I should just be done. Let me graduate. I don't need to get the masters. Let me yeah. just be done. And uh, that was hard to get through. Um, I mean, it was it was very tough. Like I didn't even. It's kind of like you don't really know what the hand how to handle it because you've been. Jacob Willie, the football player for so long. Yeah. Kevin Carson, the football player for so long. I don't. What else am I? Like what else? Who, who am I without you know the game for real? So I know I, I went home. That was a good thing for me. Around my guys and stuff. Around my family, you know, to remind me, you know, there's like as long as you know, you're good. I'd right. say go ahead and play. But if not, like you need to cut it loose. So that's how I got through that. I have a great support system. My parents. Um, and my friends, I've had my friends since I was like five, six years old. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, my best friends have been my best friends for a long time. So it's almost like, it's really my brothers for my family. So, right. you know, relying on them and for everything, you know, it, it kind of got me through all that, that dark uh, time period. So I was able to come back, you know, with different, you know, different mindset for right. on that next year. That's when COVID hit, so I had some more time to kind of relax. Facts. That was major. COVID saved a lot of people. Yeah, we didn't even, did we play spring that year? We no, didn't. We did. No, that spring we missed spring ball. Right. There was no spring yeah. ball. Yeah. yeah. This was long. the first spring ball since, isn't it? Because we played during spring. Yeah, they had actual spring games. So that's yeah. So, yeah, I had a lot of time to just relax, just chill, to, you know, not think about football if I didn't want to. That did well for you. you yeah, I mean, I think I think played. Maybe that was just me being me. Yeah, you know what I mean. The mental health thing. I'm like I said, I'm old school, so like it's been a hard thing for me to accept mental health. Yeah, as it's being real. Like it's real, but I feel like it's milked a lot. But it is. I'm not saying it's not real, but it is. Real. It is real. But I get what you're saying. People are milking people it now. Yeah, yeah, they're using now as an excuse, as an excuse, and a crutch to get out of you things. Know what I'm saying like, there's a lot of guys that went through a lot of stuff. You went through a lot of stuff. You yeah. know what I mean, we got people on our team that went through a lot at home. You know, like death and stuff, and they still came right. and played. They would have to do it. Do what they had to do. Yeah. For so sure. I mean, I know everyone's built that way. I understand that, but you know. Everybody has their own. Everybody has their own baggage. Everybody has their own, you know, struggles and stuff. But yeah, I guess mental, mentally wise, that was good for me. Like I had a break. I was at home. I was in Florida, just chilling. That's my. That's my, my sanctuary. So yeah, that was good. Good. We talking about your support system, your mom, 
uh, your best friends back home, mm-hmm. your, your now fiance Rachel. How was that? How, how much did they help you? Like, like in ways did they Support help you? System. Yeah. Uh, they helped me in ways they didn't even really know for real. Like I didn't at the know. time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I Rachel might have been the only one that might have kind of you know noticed I was acting different. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I mean, just kind of being around. Like I have a very supportive family. I mean, like, I could probably, like, tell them I'm going to sell straws, and they'll be like, all right, let's do it, like, type stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be the best straw straw seller. Yeah, for sure. So, like, you know, just being around love, you know, genuine love. You know, my friends are the same way. They're like my brothers, for real. You know, we've been friends for 10-plus years. So it's kind of like, you know, it's just just something about that genuine love that kind of brings you back to where you – you know you were at you know what i mean it reminds you who you are kind of thing mm-hmm. for sure for sure i feel like everyone needs that i think that kind of gets lost um with college athletes mm-hmm. from we get especially um in the bigger leagues i mean even with us bro it was you know you come to school and you especially you coming all the way from florida to kentucky you kind of uh worry about the distance yeah um between you know what i'm saying being at home you being from your mom, your first time being from your mom, because how far of a drive is that? Oh, that's like, uh, if from South Florida, it's like 16, Orlando's like 12. Would you I've never, fly? I've never drove, like, only drove when I was leaving. Flying is like two and a half. Okay, that's yeah. Not bad. But still, you know what I'm saying? You yeah, didn't I mean, get to I go can't home. just do it on the weekends. Yeah, you know I mean? we like, didn't really have weekends, that many weekends where we had the full weekend off. You right. didn't really have, you know, time like time like that, so. How was that like? How much was that like on you, being that far away from um, mom? Honestly, I'm weird though. Like, if I Facetime you or something, that kind of makes me feel like we're we've talked like right here. Yeah. So that's for them. It's not obviously. She was like, I haven't seen you in forever. I'm like, why just called yesterday? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's weird for me. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that's weird because I feel like our generation does that now they're able to catch that kind of vibe mm-hmm. and energy from like social media and yeah. facebook so i'm not gonna really say that's weird uh i know i'm most definitely not one of those people mm-hmm. but i i don't know if that's really weird i think it's almost normal now it's just i'm not, i don't know, i always say like i don't really miss people if i'm spoken to them i get what you're saying yeah conversation you know what i mean yeah. like uh, yeah i mean it's been a while obviously but I don't know. But honestly, when I came to play football, it was kind of like a business thing. Like, this is what I have to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure. That's kind of my mentality always. Like, you got to sacrifice to do, you know, what you want to do type of thing. Yeah. So, that's kind of what my mentality was going up here anyway. Where did you, so where did you learn that from? That, uh... That's my dad, probably. My, both my parents, but more, most likely my dad, you know, telling me, you know, this is what, you know, suck it up. This is what you got to do. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to be that. here, yeah. you know, you're going to have to go through this type of thing. So uh, I owe that to him and my mom too. Like I said, that that's so important, like support system, like with parents. Yeah. You never realize until you get older how important that shit really is. For you know sure. What I'm yeah, for sure. Like you know, they was divorced, but they did like you know. I mean, he, my dad was there all the time. You know what I'm saying like, it's just the things they really do instill in you, like really does make who you are you know right. I and mean? your mentality and stuff like that, especially in hard times. So that's really what what counts. But no, uh, you know, shout out to them. Have you talked to Barbie? Since you brought up Florida, it made me think of Barbie. Yeah, yeah I talked to Barbie, Barbie probably every day. I talked to Brandon Barbie every day. That was my first client, my first go-to client. Yeah. protege. <laughs> How's he's, he doing? He's doing good, man. I mean, one, you know, the thing is, now I'm just talking about, you know, training and stuff. A lot of times when you leave a program and you come to a different program, they want to mold you to their build build yeah, yeah. so they was trying to make him lift crazy like oh you're gonna be deadlifting this you're gonna be squatting that and you know he had some hamstring problems yeah you know so we had to knock out his go to stuff like after every lifting almost because he was just so sore and stuff and whatever he did have a little hamstring pull um i think during this season but ultimately he played really well uh he should be doing I mean, honestly, he should have a pretty good season this coming up. And uh, honestly, I'm looking for him to be All-American again yeah. after he left uh, Moorhead. So that's uh, I'm excited about that. I'll probably come. I'll probably, I'm going to Florida. Let's see next week. 
So I probably see him. No way. No, like he just got home. So. Oh man, I've been meaning to get in contact with him because one of the other businesses I'm gonna start doing. So like once my entertainment thing takes off, like I want to start doing like uh, like day in the life videos of people like following people around mm-hmm. for like a full week, like catching like what they do on a day to day basis. Like I want to start following like maybe like one athlete around for like yeah. a whole season and like teams maybe. You're gonna be at the field all the time. You don't pull a barbie. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine with like, that. He's at the field yeah, all he the grinds. time. Yeah, he grinds. Like, I, when he came to Moorhead, and he said that he was like, now, Florida, as Florida boys, we, we're on the ladder all the time. Like, we're just always on the field. Yeah. It's always hot. We always, like, that's just what we know. And he said that he worked more than me. And I was like, no, you don't. Like, yeah. not at all. And every time I was at the field, he was there. <laughs> <laughs> so we just started going together. But, no, nah, he's always, like, every day he's at the field if he can't be. Just trying to perfect this crap. So I mean, you're gonna be the field the whole time. You probably get some good footage for it. Well, I'm happy you you brought up going to the field and putting in that work because that's a great conversation. I feel like we gotta have, and I hope that a lot of people hear this. So I have situations. So I'm coaching, like doing a little intern assistant, like as part of one of my side things that I'm into down in Georgia. And I had um, a run in this situation with some players and just kind of people I've seen in general, like going to the gym. Mm. And it's just kind of like people. Now, I don't think people really understand the work that it takes. Like even us, like we came from like a D1 FCS level, mm. non-scholarship and the work that it took. And we still were not, you know what I'm saying, yeah. at that level. And we, you feel me? Like me and you specifically, like for me, we were we did the extra stuff. We weren't just the show up for the hour and a half that everyone else on the Not team did. Real. Like did the extra stuff, and we still weren't there. So like, like let's just kind of get into like the actual work that it puts in to get to this level. Like to get to just our level, and then the just, next level, and just oh yeah, I mean shit. Some of it, if you just talented, you you God bless you right there. You're going to be, you know, you're going to come in to high school, probably not even working that hard. But you just got raw talent. They're going to offer you on the spot. But for everyone else, right. the other 98%, yeah. yep. mm-hmm. you got to work. Like, it, like even in high school, I was at the field when I wasn't at practice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the work don't stop when you get to college. No, like, it gets worse. It gets harder. Yeah, because you, you got dudes. Everyone was the man at their high school or at they, in their state. And now we're all on the same team. You know, you still got to. Putting like every time, like you know, every time at the practice, we was out there with B Cook yep. and Dunk doing uh, DB drills and stuff like that. Like yep. after practice, like that was religiously. Like shout out to Cook, that's that's who really put us on. Um, he said he got tired of me getting beat, yeah. so he <laughs> <laughs> was my freshman year. So we would do uh, you know just some drill releases after practice all the time. You know, Dunk did it with me, and I brought it with Barbie, and you know Barbie, you know brought it on. So I don't know if the boys still do it now. They probably need to, but I mean, the work is you never stop. Can't. Like, I don't. Even, I mean, it's kind of like built into you. Like I don't really know how to explain it. Like you just have to. I mean, it's like part of playing football. Right. You know what I mean? Like just like they said, the training room is part of playing. Like extra work is part of playing football. Perfecting your craft is part of playing football. It's like anything with life. You know what I mean? Like this podcast that we doing, like. I'm sure you gotta do this over and over to get better. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's the repetition is the father of learning. That's what Wayne said. So, and he's the goat. So, you gotta follow whatever little Wayne says. You should follow through. That's what you gotta do, man. I mean, I then the boys gonna be working down there. I mean, I mean, they we are they just expect shit to be handed to them, but. Like, it's so it's so weird. I don't know how to explain it though. I don't know how to. It's just so weird. Like, I sit back and I and like they don't get it twisted. Like some dudes they work. Like there's work. Yeah, some dudes right. work. But like I sit there and I'm like comparing them to like my high school, like what I did in high school, like what my high school went mm-hmm. through. My coaches would break them. Like what we went through in high school. Like, but that's why my team, my high school team, has been around playing varsity football since 2011 and has won three state championships since. Hey, that's the difference, then, though. It's the culture. The culture is different. You know, I mean, like, like you said, I don't think there's the the generations is kind of different coming up. So different. This is oh, so different. Like you know, they doing a lot of TikTok stuff or whatever. I hate that stuff. So I hate TikTok. I can't I hate even open TikTok them. in the locker room. I hate dances after touchdowns. Maybe that's all right, but. <laughs> 
it's just the whole juju stuff. Yeah. I I too cannot much. Yeah. stand that shit. Like play football, bro. And if you're good, then go ahead and do a little. You know what I'm saying yeah. like to it. Maybe Chato does exactly. Yeah. Like, you you earn that. But if you haven't earned that, if you're losing by thirty, yeah. and you're making videos and stuff, yeah. I already know. Like the culture of that team, I already know, cause that video wouldn't have been put. Like we would have bullied that kid. There's no, yeah, <laughs> there's no way that's being posted. Like we just got beat by sixty. Are you kidding me? Like why are you making videos and dancing? Type, yeah, I know which. Yeah, completely different. But I mean, that's just that might just be the way it is. I mean, is it, I mean, is that a Florida thing? What? Like being like that, like just you know what I'm saying, like who's you, from Florida doing that? No, I'm saying not doing that. Like I don't oh. know. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Because, I mean, I know Florida, like, because you, for me, you know what I'm saying? We we can have the argument between, like, which state has the best I know it's Florida. We can There's have the, the argument. We can have the argument. But, it's, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's first of all, it's Broward County, for, first of all. It's Broward County, Nafapo, and then it's everything else in Florida. We can do the Tri-County. We can do Miami-Dade, Broward County, and Palm Beach, and just those three versus anybody, any state. It's going to be Florida every time. But anyways... I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's the mentality. Like every time, if we talking about NFL players, yeah. If we talking about scholarships, probably two. Division one, uh, FBS, probably, probably. I'm saying probably, because against the state, it's kind of crazy. But the I'm a southeastern man. I'm a southeastern man. I'm an Alabama. I don't know man. who else would it be? I'm. What I'm saying, I, I think for me, Texas. Texas is we, huge. We're talking about the like nowadays for me. No, Texas, it's, it's kind of California nowadays. is getting up there. So now. I'm I'm not really in tune with uh, high school football. In yeah, I know I've seen the tweets and stuff from coaches how talking about how the talent pool has been going down, and it's like oh no, it's the coaches that are going down type of thing. A lot of coaches have moved on to the NFL, college, yeah, type of thing. So I don't really know how high school football is down south for real right now. I, I think, I'm speaking that when I came yeah, out. Yeah. Because when I came out, there was Brandon Powell's, there was uh, Zach Moss's, there was Devin Singletary's, like, in my class. Right. That I was competing against. So, like, it was a slew of NFL players yeah. that you're on a daily basis trying to see what they got, what stats they got and stuff like that in their rankings. So, that's just what it, you know, Jerry Judy's, the Calvin Ridley's, and all that stuff. So, I just, I'm just talking about when I came out. I don't know how it is now. Oh, I, I bet it's so different now, but I think that's football in general. Yeah, it has its waves, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, I assume it has its waves. But, um, I mean, I don't know if it's a mentality. I just know how my dad was. And I know I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be my dad, but better. Yeah. We just, I just saw how competitive I was. So, I know my dad was a dude that, that came up and hit stuff crazy and made plays. And, you know, he just, he just kind of was a dog out there. And I just kind of wanted to mimic that. Yeah. And... I don't know, all my friends are the same way. And obviously the dudes that I just mentioned, they're in the league, they had that same mentality. So I don't know, it might have just been that mentality. We just love football. Yeah. And that's just what it was. But I don't know, maybe kids don't love football for like that. Or maybe they just, it's who they're looking up to. I don't know. You know, TikTok is huge these days. Thanks. You know, you got kids born in the 2000s that are playing college football. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah. you got to think about that, which is crazy to say. Yeah, no, that's most definitely a different wave of football now. Most yeah. definitely a different wave. And the game getting softer. Cause oh, sh- so much softer. For a standpoint, I mean, makes sense. You know, they want to limit injuries and stuff, but at some point, you got to let them play. But are they really limiting injuries? I remember when we, we were just in San Diego doing stuff with Vinny, we were talking with his uh, speed coach out there, and they were talking, I, they were going back and forth about Gota and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how um, turf is a part of the thing to do with injuries. Turf, turf, turf. This is what I got to say about the turf thing. Do I think turf had adds to the injuries? Yes. Not by a lot. Yeah. Because an ACL is going to tear on the court the same way it tears on, on the, the turf. turf. Yeah, that's what on Vinny the grass, was saying. Yeah. On the asphalt. Yeah. On this carpet. It's the same thing. Now, do I think it plays a little bit? Yeah, but... Let's go, let them go grass and see how people complain. DBs are going to be complaining. Yeah. Because when I put my foot in the ground on a, a day that rained the uh, night before, yeah. and I slip, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Because that's six, or that's a, that's a first down, or that's a, you know what I mean? Like, I, I prefer grass because I just like the way it feels. But yeah, I'm a grass guy. I mean, the turf stuff 
it's just trying to place the blame on something because they yeah. don't know. Yeah. You don't know, let's just blame the turf. And it might be the turf because most fields are turf now and we are seeing a huge increase in injuries. But we're also seeing a bunch of guys pull cars and push all types of crazy shit during the off season. Yeah. That is not getting them better. It's just making them... Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Saying. So, you know, it's a way to eliminate the, you know, uh, what's it called? Cancel out. Yeah, you know what is what it was what, what so I mean they can go grass that's cool with me I know 49ers they might need to go uh, grass for real because they had crazy injuries the last two years uh, aren't they grass? is it grass? I don't think so the 49ers are grass for some reason I'm picturing grass but at the same time if they grass then they need to stop that whole little argument because they had so many knee injuries it might be two years might. ago maybe a year ago if they grass then Dan for a rude awakening. He started getting the training stuff. I said that about the, the strength coaches. I said that about the Packers every year. Packers, I ain't never had it. I was as a Packer fan, we ain't never had a season where our whole team was healthy. I mean, you're not going to. <laughs> but I mean, I'm talking about we'd be down to to our. You do be down for. But to nobodies, and it's like yo, Takes who, it to nobodies. <laughs> we barely got anybody, anyways. You know what I'm saying? We got Aaron Rodgers, and then we had Devontae Adams. What's and, dude uh, number five? Or eight, maybe. He played offense. He has a little debut this year. He's pretty good. I don't forgot who he was. Adam Lazard? Not Lazard. No. Not Lazard. He's a single digit. Eight or five, man. But he was he was straight. He dropped the ball a little bit when uh, Adams was out. But um, he was straight. He's a little... I think he might be a rookie. But no, you got... Honestly, that's another thing. And I don't know if Rose is going to watch this, but whatever. He don't talk to me anyway. He's for my dog, but no, I'm supposed to record him tomorrow again. And I was thinking I was gonna take a clip of the Golden thing and show it to him. Feel like it hey, should. He yeah. probably won't. He'll just give me a bunch of. The thing is though, like what he's been taught and what I've been taught is what the book says, right? Yeah. But the book. What if I told you the book was wrong? No, I'm look. I'm with you, you know on that. I mean? Yeah. Because like the way we looked at, they call it cadaver science. The way we look at the body is. They looked at a dead body. They said, okay, what can the leg do? Flexion and extension. Yeah. What can the arm do? Da, da, da. But we look at, go to look at slow motion video, which we're not making nothing up. Yeah. We're really telling you what we see. Yeah. And from the back and from behind. We're not looking from the side. I like to look from the side. You see flexion, extension when you run. We're going to see what happens from the back. From yeah. The front. What happens to your feet? What happens to your ankle? You create a bow and say a little high. When you leave, the heel goes away or doesn't go in type of thing. That's what we're looking at. So, like, everything people tell me, they, they tell me from a book. And I'm like, yo, the book isn't necessarily correct. Right. Right? So, like, and that's hard to, like, comprehend. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you've been taught. And that's what you've been doing your whole life. And it doesn't, it's like, it's saying, like, a lot of people say, oh, like, the way we train the weight room doesn't affect the way they play. Really? That's so. Yeah. Why would the weight room be even yeah. there then? That right. means you're doing the job. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. what you do in the weight room definitely correlates to the field. And I'm telling you, what you do in the weight room is getting people hurt. Yeah. Is what we're saying. And like, nah, it's just making them better. It's making them stronger. But yeah, it's definitely probably making them stronger. It's probably making them faster. But at what cost? An ACL injury? Are you out for the season? That's what it was for me. Like, yo, yeah, I can squat 315, 21 reps, and 30 reps. Right. I didn't play. Yeah, I'm not healthy enough to actually get on the field. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. Like, I was like, well, damn them weights. I'll just do the 275. Right. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what it is. That's just what the battle is, honestly. And I don't know. I mean, it's going to blow up regardless. Like, athletes are going to get on it regardless. But I don't even know how we got on this topic. But I don't remember either. Oh, I was talking about the 49ers and who to blame. What staff? Because a lot of strength coaches will say, like, if we beat Dayton, you know how Dayton was always kind of stronger than us. It kind of seemed like, I think it's one anymore, but yeah. we, you know, let's say we lifted a lot that offseason, we came back and played Dayton, we beat Dayton. A strength coach would take credit for that. Yeah. But if we go out and we had the year that we did with Brinson the first year, we have three ACLs and a bunch of injuries, everyone's quiet. They're better than Kyle. Yeah, but we don't do no injury prevention. Yeah, no, no team, no organization really does. Yeah, nobody does. It's you know, there's good. no time for that. They yeah. fit into that. Don't try to blame Kyle, which Kyle's job is honestly 
to either keep you healthy enough to play yeah. or to fix you up when you're broken. Yeah. That is his job. And the thing about the athletic trainer position is once they fix you, they don't fix how you got hurt yeah. if it's non-contact. Right. So you tear your ACL, you go to a PT usually, whatever, they prescribe you stuff. The athletic trainer takes you through the PT and they send you back out there. But they don't teach Josh that, hey, the reason why you tear your ACL is because you your foot was out like this and your insulin go below and you planted wrong off your big foot. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just send you back out there and you tear your ACL again or you have an ankle injury or you have a hamstring injury. It's all correlated. Okay, okay. yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So like if you have weak ankles, like I had literally all my high school career, you're going to have hamstring problems. And I had hamstring problems my whole high school career. So I came here, tore my ankle up, which was contact. Some fat guy landed on it. Crazy. Landed on my ankle. I had groin problems, hinge problems in my right leg. The same ankle I hurt. Oh. And then I sprained my left ankle a little bit, and not a lot of stuff started happening. So it's, it all correlates. It all matters. Um, anybody tells you different, it obviously doesn't know anything to know about the human body. Like they say, all oh, the human body doesn't work like that. Like the central nervous system literally is repetition. Like right. it rinse, repeat. If you do something over and over and over again with extreme load on your back, max squat, max hand clean. All right, when I'm max trying to do something on the field, sprint, get out of break, I'm gonna go to that same positioning. Literally, that's just kind of what my brain's programmed to do. Right. So when you do it, you cut, and you fall to the ground, like that's that ACL, that's the MCL, that's that you know, meniscus, you know what I'm saying? That's that Achilles. When you put that heel on the ground, which your heel should never be in the ground in sport, it, I don't, what forward sport is your heel on the ground? If your heel's on the ground, you're gonna hit beat regardless. Yeah. You're gonna be slow to wherever you're going. Like that's not even. I don't know. It makes sense to me because it's simple. But the fact that it's simple is why people don't mess with it sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nah, it can't be that simple. You know what I mean? Right. It can't be that simple. Like, no, it is that simple. Like, your body's not created to break down. Yeah. It's not your ACL shouldn't tear. You know what I mean? If we all believe in how the body, you know, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it crazy though how fragile the body actually is? Like when you sit down and think about it, like how yeah. fragile your body's actually are. Like you can do a lot with your body, a lot more yeah, than you think. One step, but yeah, you know, you, yeah, and then, yeah. Isn't that crazy, bro? Yeah. Like that, sh like that is something that like, just keeps me up at night. When you, you think about day, it, man, like it, it's whatever. It's just that much that day, I guess. Yeah. It's just crazy because, no like, when you think about, like, football, like, you over here trying to turn your body into a weapon. But then when you really think about how fragile that weapon truly is, one wrong step, one wrong punch, one wrong, yeah. and that's whatever. From you fall down with a collarbone, yeah. shoulder, and it's like, bro, that's crazy. It's taking something. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. And the fact that we've been doing, I don't know, but I've been doing this in second grade. For me, like that's crazy. See? It's mm -hmm. crazy to think about. Like been playing that long, I've been blessed not to have any. I've never had any surgeries or anything like that. Oh man, lucky! Well, I don't so, have shoulders. I ain't really broke a bone. I've, I've broken a finger a little bit. You can see yeah. I didn't get that repaired. But yeah, now, that'd be the worst. The fingers with the crooked fingers for the rest yeah. of your life. But, yeah, that's not. I kind of wanted one to be honest, just to say. You know? Yeah, no, people can't deny. Yeah, I feel like that's a college thing too. Like you don't get twisted fingers. In oh high no, that's what Stephanie from college. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, I had yeah. that boy jersey and he kept going. I swung him and the finger went with it. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's most definitely a college thing. You've seen uh, Boogers on TV, haven't you? Yeah. His is crazy. crazy. His is fucking crazy. Honestly, gruesome. To be yeah, honest. yeah. I don't know. That's he, crazy. He definitely has arthritis. I don't know why they even show that hand on TV. He definitely has arthritis. Yeah. That's crazy. That's why I'm kind of happy I didn't make it to the league. My body couldn't handle that. Mm -hmm. I'm too old. It's, it's stands for not for long, so yeah, facts. See how long you can stay in the league, man. You get in there three to five years, that's a good career for facts. That's way more than most. I got a couple of dudes going and you know, trying to make that bid for real right now. But yeah, I hope Vinny and Vaughn get a shot. Yeah, man. Um, I don't really see, I'm an I'm offensive guy at heart. Be honest, that's how I played through high school. So yeah. I've been watching the offensive guys a lot. I don't really know what it looked like this year for defense. Um, I know them boys been working. I'll tell you that. Them boys do work. Bonnie and Vinny, they're always working. For sure. Um, I had just seen Bonnie this weekend at the spring game. So he was just going, he was going to lift, ironically. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, uh, I hope they do get a look for real, an opportunity, if that much. I know uh, Vinny did good at the Western, right? He yeah, he had, a, he had a great, great numbers. Day. He's he an athlete. Day. The kid's an athlete. He did his, he did his uh, vertical, and I had seen it. Was, like, it he was can dunk crazy, like yeah. elbow on the rim. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. You I would t- never expect that for real. I told my business partner that I was there with, and I was like, yo, no, Vinny's got the hops. And he was like, nah, bro. And then when he jumped, he did the same thing the Raiders uh, dude did. It was just like, what? Floating. Yeah. I was like, yeah. swear he just got up like that. I was like, yeah, no, Vinny's like that. Um, just the, honestly, the opportunity. I hope they get that opportunity. Facts. Just the invite to his team. Because once you get the invite and you're at the camp, like, it's yeah, just show, like just show, yeah, just show what you got, man. I mean, that's all they got to do, so. We got slim dudes. BJ as well, man. Facts, BJ too. Crazy ball skills. I saw Drew just sign with the CFL team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Drew Foster, yeah. That boy can kick the ball. Finally, he kicking the ball for somebody, so. That more Marky P. He playing over there in uh, Germany. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Slanging it. I wonder how that's going. I hope he's balling out. I see him throw some, uh, some good passes and some touchdowns on Twitter, so. Oh, I don't know if they're in season right now, if they're in the middle, or... I think they played during this time. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't got German TV, everybody. <laughs> but shot the mark. But, um, yeah, I hope them boys get get an opportunity. Um, get a shot, you know. Yeah, you might download Twitter back just so I can find those videos. Cause I don't want to see yeah, you should see them. I know he retweets them, you post them. So. Oh, yeah, I'm going to download Twitter back. I've been off social media since I moved down to Atlanta. How's that been? Dog, I, I, I can't stay away from it. I have to. I downloaded it back when I went to California a few weeks ago. And I had it. And then the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing uh-huh. happened. And I was like, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm cool. You got off? Yeah, I was like, I'm cool on it, bro. I'm back off of this. I Y'all are OD on that. Like, the fact that people were actually spending, like, time, like, hours, like, arguing. And, like, really getting upset about mm-hmm. that. Like, I'm like, bro, this is crazy. Nah, you can't get upset. It's, it's the internet. It's... It's supposed to be entertainment. That's why yeah. I treat it as, I treat it as entertainment. Yeah. But, um, nah, I need it. You need social media? You're a social media guy? Yeah, like, uh, I mean, Instagram, I got my, my training stuff on there, so I keep it. Um, Twitter, I kind of just keep for the sports talk and stuff. Yeah. So I'll talk on Twitter like I'm Stephen A. Smith type of thing. Like, yeah. People care what I'm saying, but nobody really cares. That's what I used Twitter for, for real. That makes sense. And there's funny videos on there. And then I'd be trying to get on TikTok or get off TikTok. Cause I don't really like it. Cause a lot of stuff I see, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes it pisses me off. Yeah. So like, I'm like, all right, I'm getting off this app. But sometimes it's some funny stuff. So just having that happy medium for real. Just I just kind of be like, it was like, there's a few things that really made me be like, I'm cool off of social media. It was, I was listening to a podcast about a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. And it was someone, he was talking about how social media is literally someone's highlight reel. Yeah, it's like it's not not posting. That's not true. Nobody treats they they bad stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it's like so. It's like they're not living the truthful lives. And it's like all right, that kind of that kind of makes sense mm-hmm. to me. And then they broke down like how like uh, if you look at it like Facebook and that stuff's like literally set up for us to be divided and argue and, and yeah. do that kind of thing. I'm like, bro, that's. I mean, if you look at it, that's kind of facts. And then I was on. Maybe someone sent me a, a TikTok. Maybe it was something, but. A girl was talking about how depressed she was, and then it, you feel me, and it came, and it was a video Don't posted by like sad thoughts, and Don't it's like that on, you know, what I'm saying you follow something called sad thoughts, and you Don't think you're gonna get out of your on social the, media. No, don't cry either. Don't record yourself crying. Yeah, I don't I'm know where that is. That's <laughs> ugly. That's so ugly. I'm not gonna feel bad, man. Don't don't do that. Record yourself cry. I don't want to see any of that. I don't do the good with sad stuff anyway. For one. But that's not what I want to see. That's don't liven my day up. So I, I, say, I say y'all just stay on social media. If it was up to me, I just say stay on social media. It's not. It's not that. I, I think it's. I think our generation ODs on it. Oh yeah, it's only gonna get worse though. Like I be talking to people, like like female wise. If I go on a date with a girl or something, mm-hmm. one of the first questions I ask is, "What is your screen time on your phone?" <laughs> I swear to you, that's one of the first questions I ask, bruh. What if they I'm, at work and they just be bored? I'm not going to that. That's what I'd be on. No, and that's fine. Sometimes so I need bored. to know what your screen time is. Like, what are you doing though on that? You for me? Because like, I'm like, because like, I'd be, so I've gotten to the point now, I divided my days into eight days, or eight hours. So there's like three, you feel me? Like three of them. So you're supposed to sleep for eight. You're supposed yeah. to work for eight. So that leaves you one more eight. 
So if your screen time on your phone is for eight hours, that means one, you low-key just worked a whole work shift on your phone. And two, like, you just spent, a, like, one-eighth of your day, you feel me? You only get three of them, or, like, one-third of your day, you feel me, on your phone. Like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I that to me is, is like that. you feel me? But, like, that to me is, like, that. I can't do that. Like, for me, or, like, people who be, like... Where does she work on her phone, though? That's different, though. That's different. That's different. You feel me? Because, like, my screen time now is, like, five hours. That's because I use my DoorDash is open on my phone. Damn, it's only five hours? Yeah. I don't be on my phone. I'm not. I'm, I'm not with that. But I don't like. I just it. be watching video. I mean, I mean, it's different. It depends on what you be doing for real. But I, I, I get that. You feel me? And then like, people be like, I don't have time. My days aren't long enough. And it's like, well, what's your screen time? Oh yeah, I maximize my days to the fullest. Like I be getting on Rachel like, like yesterday we were supposed to go to the gym, and I was like, all right, I'm going to the gym. She's like, all right, just wait for me. So I was like, all right, I'll wait till seven to go to the gym. And then she texted me around seven something like, oh, I don't feel like going. I was like, I wasted yeah. <laughs> like three hours yeah. between this time. I could have been doing something. I took a nap instead because I was mad tired. I was like, yo, I could have been doing something between these three hours. Facts. And so I, just... I lost these three hours and I don't know how I'm going to get them back. I'm going to lose sleep to get these three hours back. Facts. Have to. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah. I feel that. I, 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 I got to maximize my time because obviously, I mean, both of us, we know where we want to be, you know. Financially and just, I guess, career-wise. Because right. it's a career. Yeah. I don't like saying career because career kind of sounds like I do one thing. Yeah. And I'm not the type of person that does, that's going to do one thing. One thing at all. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm going to do a lot of things throughout my life. Yep. Um, depending on, you know, whatever I'm into. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, but I'm going to get money regardless. Exactly. <laughs> no, period. Period. However we do it, but period. However I do it, I'm going to get paid for it. Yeah. So. Period. That's just, I don't know, that's like a... I feel like career is like an old school thing. Like my dad and my mom have careers. Yeah. My dad's in like food science. My mom's in like a, a hospice care, um, like a CFO or CEO hospice care or something like that. So they have careers, you know what I mean? Like they worked up in their field to a certain part. And uh, it's just our generation where you can make money on like this. Like this. You can yeah. make money on the internet like crazy. Like yeah. there's so many avenues to make money. You just got to figure out what you like. And capitalize on it. Right. Now, don't just do something just to make money. Like, you should do something because you truly enjoy doing it. Yeah. I think that's like, something our generation is going to be able to take advantage of. More you'll make more money if you enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. Like, obviously, I mean. For sure. You'll work harder at it. You'll spend more time on it. I mean, it just makes more sense. That's why I've been, I've been, I've been big in the stock market. So, I've been trading for, like, uh, about three years. Yeah, and I probably to. took it more serious this year. Yeah. Just because I finally got into the workforce. Yeah. So and I know means, I'm not yeah. going to live this life. Like I'm not yeah. like I cannot go to work for eight hours a day. No. Every single day. No. Not a chance. So yeah. I'm like, all right, I gotta make some shape. I've been taking the trading serious more. I've been taking the training serious more. There's all type of stuff you're trying to get into for real. So well, just just wait, we can do business. I'm trying to open up. Oh, yeah. So. I love putting on people. Or supporting people like in their businesses and stuff like that. Right. I'm with that. I, I'm big on team manifestation. Like, so whenever I get to the point, like, I rather, I rather my 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 friends come to me for a loan or an investment than like a loan shark. Or not necessarily a loan shark, but like a bank or yeah. somebody. Just because, like, from a team manifestation, I I give you this investment money, you make my investment triple. For me, now we're both eating. And now when we're sitting here together, one of our other friends comes to us talking about a business. He wants to start. Both of us have money. Both of you can put investment to him. He can invest in you now. So now we're all three investing in each other. And like you can just grow like that. And like team manifestation is something that I feel like people talk about or it's not something that really um, is like brought up. But like I've been on that yeah. since I was like 17, 18. Like I'm all about like I'm not I'm trying to stay away from banks. I don't want, like, I'll probably take out one loan and it's for this, like, first business that I'm doing. Like, I'm thinking, like, I'm going to do one, like, once I'm really, like, taking this podcast and stuff off, like, I might take out one, like, just to get the best cameras, just to get, like, the best setup, like, and that's it. Yeah. So, like, after that, like, I'm not, I don't want my dudes to do loans. I don't want my people to do none of that. Like, I want a team manifestation. Like, let's all invest in each other. Because, mm -hmm. like, I got, me personally, like, I have ideas, like, hundreds of Okay, I appreciate you coming on, doing this again. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it.
we have to come back part two. Definitely. Dive some more into our conversation. Definitely, definitely. Well, I appreciate all y'all joining us. Y'all stay safe. Peace. Yes.